0: It's an industry that I generally love, I have a passion for. I, I, I eat, sleep, I live for fitness. No,
1: you need to be obsessed. You need to wake up, think about it, you need to go to bed, think about your clients, think about your progress, think about what you can do better.
0: Genuinely, like just be like patient and take your time. Like that that is like you've gotta take it all in, in the right steps. You've got a nail what you do in person before you go online. I don't like to talk about fear. The fears is usually something that makes your worries real. Welcome to the Coaching Ignited podcast. I'm your host, Alex Povey. It's great to have you here. This show is all about peeling back the curtain on what's going to help you build the fitness business you truly want. And each week, we bring on a new guest to share their stories, insights, and strategies so you too can take action and apply what you learn. The podcast is released every Wednesday on all the major platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. So make sure you go give that a subscribe, guys. Now, if you're a personal trainer in a commercial gym with 500 plus members and you want to fast track your income growth, learn how to sign multiple new clients a week. Reach out to me personally through Facebook or Instagram and just drop me a private message so we can get the conversation started and see if you could be a good fit for one of our programs. All the links to my social can be found in the show notes so you can connect with me there. Now let's get into this week's episode. Enjoy the show. All right, so we're live and we're back with another episode of the podcast Um, I want to welcome you onto the show, Jono. It's great to have you here, man. Awesome. Thank you, Alex. I'm super excited. I'm really looking forward to
1: this time here.
0: Yeah, so we um, had a chat before this and uh, we've been connected on social and you're doing obviously some great things online with your uh, Facebook group, your social media and helping people with their boot camps. So there's loads of different areas that we can explore um, on this show to give the audience a ton of value. But I just want to start by giving people um, a bit of a background into you and uh, how you got started in the fitness industry. Mm, okay. Now, <laughs> this is a good question. I can I can cover
1: this in about five minutes or about 50 minutes. So I'm, I think I'm going to give you the, the shorter version. What I'll do, I'll start with where I'm at now and we'll sort of go from there. So in a nutshell, what I do is I'm the CEO and Director of Fitness Education Online. What we do is we run different continuing education or professional development courses for personal trainers. If you jump on our website, we've got a whole heap of them out there. Originally, it was me and my business partner running them all. Now we've also got other people that write courses for us. So that's what I do now in a nutshell Bit of background about myself. I was obviously a personal trainer in the fitness industry. My background was in boot camp, actually. So I ran a boot camp, and to cut a long story short, I used to suck at running a boot camp, uh, but I really liked it. You know, I, I, I liked the community, I liked the idea behind it, I liked the leveraged time, I liked the workouts, I liked everything to do with it. So I was basically forced to make a choice either find a way to get good at running a bootcamp quick or get out of the industry and get a real job. And lucky for me, I I picked the first one and just dedicated my life to running the the best bootcamp I could possibly run. And it got to a point where it was really popular. I'd have numerous locations, I'd have hundreds of clients and other trainers started to ask me, you know, Jono, how are you getting all these clients? What workouts are you doing? So uh, to cut a long story short, I, I would originally give them advice, but then I was like, you know what, there's, there's got to be a better way. You know, I, I feel that because the advice I would give them was, hey, well, you've got to do this course, then you've got to do this course, then you've got to do this course, then you've got to do this course. And I was like, you know what, how cool would it be if there was just one course that covered everything you need to run a successful bootcamp? And that's essentially how I got started in fitness education online. I put that course together, which led to another course, to another course, to another course. Now we've got something like 20 courses on our website. We sell about 1,000 courses a year. And we've got one of the largest Facebook community groups
0: in the world for personal trainers. We've got about 10,000 trainers in there. Awesome, man. Um, You have got an amazing group, by the way. Um, I think that's where we originally connected somewhere on Facebook, maybe in your group, but um, you've got an incredible group. And uh, it's a great platform, obviously, for building awareness and building your brands. And I'd love to really unpack that because you're, wide well, I'd consider an expert because you've got one of the biggest groups. So it would be silly for us not to explore that element to online marketing. And I'm assuming this is some of the stuff that you teach um, people that you work with, right? About groups. Correct. Yes. So one of our courses is Social Media Essentials for Personal Trainers. There's actually
1: two courses. One course is everything to do with Facebook. And one of the major modules in there is Facebook groups, because that is actually my forte. You know, I'm, I'm I'm pretty handy with the ads as well, but there's a lot of Facebook ads experts out there, right? The Facebook groups is actually
0: my specialty. So I'm super happy to talk about that. Awesome. I mean, that's really fitting for this crowd and this audience. Obviously, this is geared towards personal trainers and coaches. So let's dive into that that course and that training and just pull out a couple of bits that you think would be useful for anyone approaching um, online marketing or social media to grow their brands, grow their awareness or generate leads. Like, Where do we start, Jono? What are some of the key things that you'd focus on, first of all?
1: Okay. The first thing I'm going to recommend, it's a little bit off topic, but it is is—it is important as well, is I recommend everyone, the, the first Facebook group you need is a test Facebook group. So I recommend every single person listening to this, just start up a Facebook group. It's got to be you and just one other friend. It can be your partner. It can be your your business partner. It can be just any friend, your mom, whoever, just a group with the two of you. You call that your test group, and that's where you test out everything. Because we all know Facebook can be funny, right? You do a live video and it's the wrong way, or you post a link and it doesn't come out the way you want to post it, and you just wish you could go back and change it, right? When starting off, the test group was my baby. I would just test everything in there and and see what works. So even before we get to the real Facebook group side of things, that's just a really quick tip that's really helped me is get a test Facebook
0: group and just test stuff in there to see how it
1: looks, how it works, all that sort of stuff there
0: before you post it on your real stuff. Love that one. That's really cool. So it's basically just um, a playground where you can really just um, post things So you can get comfortable with the way of doing it within a group because it's slightly different to posting on a feed or posting on your story. So it's about just getting used to the the process, right? Spot on.
1: And then from there, you've got a few different options. There's essentially two ways you can go down a Facebook group. You can either use a community Facebook group or you can use a VIP Facebook group. Now, the the content that you post in both of them doesn't have to be super different, but you just need to know which one you're doing and the reason why. So I'll give an overview and then we can do a bit of a deep dive. An overview of Facebook groups. The community group is a free Facebook group. So that's a group that anybody can join, and that's essentially going to be your clients, your ex-clients, your prospects, your leads, your friends, your friends of clients. Any single person can join that group there, and that's a free group. The purpose of that group, there's a few little things, but in a nutshell, the purpose of that group is to get clients from The whole purpose of that group is, okay, great, it's free at the moment, but we're going to market in that group so that the people in that free group become our clients. That's one strategy there. The other strategy is the VIP Facebook group. Now, the VIP Facebook group is just for your paying clients, and the the point of that few different things, essentially to add value. So if somebody's a client, great, not only do they get your training sessions, but they also get access to your Facebook group, which includes yada, 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 or give some tips about what we can actually post in that group to make sure that it is value in a minute. Uh, And also just to build community, especially if you're a face-to-face client, a face-to-face trainer, and even online as well, it's just a really good way to build community in that VIP group. So What's important is that they're two very different strategies and not to confuse the two. That's one of the the common things I see with trainers where they'll do a bit of both. They'll have a Facebook group. But it's sort of for their clients, but then it's also for their leads as well. And there's no real purpose in there. So you can can do it either way. You can say, hey, I'm just going to have a community group and the goal of it is to get clients. Or you can say, hey, I'm just going to have a VIP Facebook group and the goal of it is to add value and build community. Or you can do both. You can say, hey, I'm going to have two different groups. I'm going to have a community group, which is where I build my community and get leads. And I'm also
0: going to have a VIP group, which is where I add value. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, that's that's perfect. And um, I'd love to unpack those um, two different groups. First of all, um, with the the client group, right, the VIP group, when do you create that? Like when do you launch that? Because only if you've got like a couple of clients, then like it almost doesn't seem worth the time to do it. And like, mm. there's not really going to be much interaction or communication. Is there kind of like a certain level of clients that you want to have already signed up with you before you launch one of those VIP or client-based groups? Like what's the kind of, um, what's the recommendation there, Jono?
1: To be honest, it's, it's up to the person. It doesn't matter too much. Obviously, the more people in the group, the better, but it's more about consistency as well. So if you're like, you know what, even if I've got two or three people in here, but I know that I'm going to post good content in that group and there's things that I can do to get these people engaged, hey, you can do it with two or three people. And it's similar to uh, – it's almost similar to like a boot camp or a group fitness class, right? Let's say you're running a boot camp. And you've only got two or three people in there, you could very easily be like, man, this isn't even worth my time having these two or three people. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just gonna candid and stop the boot camp. Or you could be like, you know what? I've got two or three people in here, so I'm gonna give these two or three people the most amazing experience of their life so that they come back and they tell all their friends as well. That's how I look at the VIP group there as well. So there's no real minimum number. It's more, hey, are you going to dedicate the time to it? If you're going to dedicate the time to it, hey, you can do it with as little people as you want. Obviously, the more people in there, the better. But eh, there's no real, no real minimum number. You can do it with a small, small group of people as long as you're going to be posting in there and people are going to be interacting.
0: Yeah, I guess with the uh, with the VIP and the client based group, like the less people in there, the better it is for the client. So it's mm. actually a good selling if it's a smaller group, because then they'll feel like they're going to get more of your attention. So they're going to Boom. get more for their, their money when it comes to signing up to. So it's got its positives, right? Even if it's small, um, it's going to be good for the client. If it's big, then it's like time efficient for you as the coach um, to be able to speak to a lot of people in a short space of time. Um, so I'd love to like dive into that a little bit more in terms of what go would go on in that group, versus in the community group and we'll get to the community group in a second but with the uh, vip or client group would you handle all client communication in there where you say hey listen if you've got questions if you need me to look at things if you've got um things you want to share with me post them in the group and i'll respond there is that the process of using that group 100 and for many different reasons so
1: yeah we to start with this one so the goal of that group, two real goals, one is to build, is to provide value and many different ways you can provide value. The, well, we'll say two main different ways to provide value, the two, there are many different ways but the two biggest ones. The first one is via challenges. So if you run online challenges in that group. So let's say you're running a boot camp or even you're running a personal training package, something where it's like, or well, even whatever, but I'll, I'll give you an idea. Let's just say – you've got your own little 12-week schedule of planned content that you're going to do in this VIP Facebook group. You might say, hey, week one I'm going to do a no sugar challenge and week three I'm going to do a walking challenge and week five I'm going to do a... Um, no salt challenge and week six I'm gonna do a get to know you week and week eight I'm gonna do a recipe sharing challenge and week ten we're gonna do the squatting challenge and week twelve we're gonna do the planking challenge etc etc etc. So different challenges work really, really well in that VIP group. The reason being it's 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 not just information, right? Because information these days it's readily available. You know, anything that you tell people, they can go and Google it for free right? Any live video I do, any uh, post I write, hey, it still could be good content and still valuable content, but I'm sure these people could get it for free. What the most valuable thing is, is finding a way to act for people to actually action the stuff that you tell them to do. And that's where these challenges come into play. Let's just use the no sugar challenge, for example, right? You could write a client a meal plan and give them a meal plan, but there's no freaking guarantee they're going to do that meal plan. But if you've got a group of, whatever, 15, 20 people in your VIP group, and you're like, hey, guys, look, for the next week or, you know, the next 14 days, we're going to do the 14-day no sugar challenge. It's pretty straightforward. All you're going to do, everybody's going to download MyFitnessPal, and for two weeks, you're just going to track how much sugar you have for those two weeks. The goal is to keep it as little as possible. You don't have to have it as zero, there's, you know, all sorts of things all over the place, but just to keep you accountable, see what you're having there. I'm going to post this thread up in this Facebook group. If you're participating, just tag your name below in the comment section and at the end of each day, just comment the uh, comment the amount of grams of sugar that you had, right? That's how the no sugar challenge would work. The advantage to that is A, you're giving these people motivation, right? It's not just, hey, have less sugar. It's, hey, there's a challenge, you know, there's a bit of fun. Let's all do it for 14 days. That person's motivated. There's accountability in there because each A, that person has to track and they have to write the amount of grams on Facebook, but you're also liking it. Whenever anyone um, posts there, you like it, you might leave a comment like, oh, good work. Well done. You're doing well. You can get your VA to do that if you've got it. But even if you're doing it yourself, it takes like a second to like someone's post, right? Um, if someone doesn't write their amount of grams of sugar, you can just simply tag them in there. You know, hey, at Alex, I see you didn't write in Tuesday. You know, how'd you go? So you've got the accountability side of it there. You've got the community side of it because doing a no sugar challenge on your own is freaking boring. But if you've got 15, 20 other people that you go to boot camp with or that you see at the gym or that you're in this Facebook group with, there's the community side of it as well. So that's, in my opinion, the most valuable thing you can do in that Facebook group because it it just leverages so many different things. It's good for community. It's good for results. It's good for interaction. It's just a really, really good group like that. So, that's a, a good way you can provide value. And the second way is of the value of everybody else. So, Alex, you hit it on the head. Ideally, you want all your communication to go in this Facebook group because it's A, it's good for your time as well because you've just got all these questions in the one place. But B, that adds value to the group because let's say someone's got a question and they email me that question. Like, there might be heaps of other people in the group that have the same question. But if I've just replied to that person there, well, these other people are missing out on that, on that reply. So that's what I recommend as well. If any client texts you or emails you and it's like, Hey, do I'm having this problem here. You know, if you got any solutions here, what I'd, what I'd say is, yeah, you know what? I've actually got the perfect solution for that. There, I'm just out at the moment. Hey, is it cool if you post that in the Facebook group? Because I'm sure the other guys, I'm sure the other women would would get a kick out of this. one I'm going to post as well. So just post it in the Facebook group, and I'll, I'll reply in there. So that way, you're um, you're doing a few different things. A, you're um, you're promoting interaction in your Facebook group because that person's actually going to post there. B, you're providing value because that person's got a good question and then you're answering that question, which is providing value. But also it's opening the doors for other people to post because now everyone's like, oh, heaps of people are posting in this group. Hey, I'm going to post as well. They don't know that that person emailed you and you told them to post. So, yes, you're spot on there. And in my opinion, they're the two main ways to give value via that VIP group. And the key is community, right? It's not just about... You, you posting there and posting your live videos, that stuff's good as well. Don't get me wrong. Hey, I do heaps of that stuff. But the whole goal is to get the community going. So there's a lot of people posting, not just you. And that's the best way to get value.
0: Awesome. I'm loving this uh, podcast so far, Jono. Like heaps and heaps of value. Um, I love how much like you can do with a Facebook group. Like it's such a powerful tool and it can be leveraged so well, um, which is awesome. I'm just getting ideas popping into my head with this group, um, which hopefully will be valuable for the listeners as well. Because obviously we're talking about two separate groups here. We're talking about the VIP, which is the paid, right? And then mm. we've got the community one, which is like the the generalist, anyone can join. Now, could we effectively leverage the VIP, the client one, the the results from that and post them in the other group to create almost wow. like FOMO? The people to come into the, the other group. What are your thoughts on that? You, you're laughing, so it sounds like you like that idea. Yes, hundred percent.
1: That's that's the whole goal, and this is where it gets even better. And we'll even go where to go here. Okay, and we'll even just spend a little more time on the VIP, and then we'll go to the the community. So the other advantage of the VIP as well is you've essentially got an online program as well. We'll, we'll speak about some of this in the community too. But if you've got a program like that, where it's like, hey, you know, here's Jono's 12 week challenge, it's whatever it is, 30 quid a week for 12 weeks. You get a 12 week home program. You get Jono's basic nutrition guidelines. You get Jono's clean eating recipe ebook. You get Jono's clean eating, smoothie, and shake ebook. And you also get access to Jono's VIP Facebook group. And we do some cool little stuff in there. Week two is the no sugar challenge, and week four is the walking challenge, and week six is the. Um, yeah, the get to know you week and we gazed at this, like you've essentially got your own online program there without really needing any software either. So that's a, a cool thing of the VIP. But yeah, hundred percent. One of the best ways to transition people from your community Facebook group to your VIP Facebook group is by posting the results in there. But also what's really cool as well is you don't necessarily need to like you can still have your paying clients in your community Facebook group, right? So if you've got a client that's got an amazing result, even though they're in in your VIP group, they can post in the community group as well, which gets people thinking, oh, what's this VIP group or what's this boot camp or what's this personal training package Jono's got? So there's two ways. You can post the results in there, but also you can keep your, just because your client's training with you, you don't need to take them out of the community group. You can keep them in there as well, and they can essentially become your fans in the community group too.
0: Yeah, I love that. Absolutely love it. Um. All right, let's shift gears into the community one because this is obviously going to be a great place to generate leads. I know you generate a ton of leads through your um, fitness education online community and um, I do from my coach Ignite one as well. Uh, they're great mm. places to really build your brands and and deliver value and generate leads. Um. So let's just dive into like a simple way of structuring that group in terms of like how you get it started, maybe how you get the initial people um, joining the group. And then what sort of things should be, you be doing in the group to make it work, to make it um, position you as an authority and, and generate leads that then lead to signing clients? Like what are some of the steps that we should be taking, Jono. Yes, Okay, good question.
1: So I would start with the VIP group first. So depending on what strategy you're going to use, but the VIP group is a priority, right? Because if you're using your, if they're for your paying clients, you're going to always give that group priority. So you're going to answer the questions in there first. You're going to post in there first. You're going to treat it better in there. So I would only start the free Facebook group once you've got That VIP group under control. And then once you're posting regular content anyway, because otherwise you'll get overwhelmed. You'll be like, well, I've got my personal profile, I've got my page, I've got this VIP group. What do I post in here? What do I post in there? And then you'll just give up on that free Facebook group because it's the lowest priority. So, my suggestion when starting off depends what strategy you're going to use. But if you're like, look, I'm going to use a VIP group and a community group, well, hey, get your VIP group sorted first and then post regularly on your personal profile even before you get that facebook group together just post regularly on your personal facebook profile so you get in the rhythm of like okay you know what now it's i am posting regularly and i'm getting good interaction on my personal one you know what i think i can start up a group and then some of the posts that i'm posting on my personal one i'll post in the group or i'll post solely in the group or you've got options from there but that's my advice when starting off only start that community group when you know you're going to make a you're going to make use of that group because otherwise you're going to push it to the side it's going to be dead and then you're not going to know what to do with it so that's my my first starting point there uh, does that make sense there yeah totally totally makes sense yep awesome cool so then once you've decided you're like okay you know what I'm going to going to put this group together then ideally you've got followers from there because it's it's one of two things. It's either you've got a VIP group and then you've got clients that are no longer in that VIP group because maybe they've stopped training with you, maybe they've moved overseas, whatever it may be. That's an easy way to start it there. That's actually how I started mine. So I started my and this is back to even before Fitness Education Online when I was running Boot Camp, I was running 12-week Challenges I ran my first 12-week challenge and you know, had a whole heap of people that signed up. And then after the first 12 weeks, some people weren't going to continue. You know, they had things on or whatever. They weren't going to sign back up. And there were about 5, 10 people that that weren't going to sign back up. And they were like, oh, Joe, can I stay in the, the Facebook group? You know, I love these challenges you're doing. I love staying in contact with everyone. And I was like, oh, you know what? This is actually just for the paying clients. But hey, you know what? I'll start up another group and, you know, I'll put you in that group there and I'll post little things in there every now and, then, now and then. So that's one way you can start it where it's like you've got your VIP group and then once you've got enough clients that are no longer training with you, then you can start up that community group there. Or even just if you're posting on your personal profile, you're going to get people that are following you and liking what you you promote so you can add them in, in that community group as well. So they're the two sort of ways you'd start it. It's either ex-clients or it's people on your personal profile or people that have, you've met out and have showed interest. You've added them on Facebook and then you can add them in that community group there. So that would be step one. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So prioritize the, um, the VIP, the, the paying group first. Make sure that's taken care of and you've got consistency. You've got it under control. And then, when there becomes more of um, a need or or a gap that you can utilize to create the community group, you launch that. You put maybe X clients in there, people from your profile, and then you start firing up that group. So, from there, like, what are we what are we posting, what what sort of content should we be putting in there to make that group engaging, to create interest, and to really start growing it even further? like What what steps should we take, Jonah? Yes, perfect. Okay, cool. So there's
1: two different ways we can go there. We can either talk about growing or we can talk about interacting. Let's start with interacting and then we'll move into growing. Now, interacting, to be honest, it's pretty similar to the VIP group. It's not like There's things that you only post in the VIP group and that you only post in the community group. The content can be pretty similar, if not exactly the same, as long as you're prioritizing the VIPs. They're always getting their answers first. You're always posting in there first. So some of the things we spoke about in the VIP, like the challenges, you can also do that in the community group when starting off. So let's say, for example, at the moment, I've got like 10,000 people in my community group, right? There's no way I can do a challenge in there. I won't be able to keep up. And it's probably not worth my while because it's, it's a freebie. But if you've got a small group and you've got less than 100 in there, hey, you can do some of those challenges in there as well. And that's a great way to get people from your community group into your VIP group. You could run your no sugar challenge, your 14 day no sugar challenge in that community group. And the advantage to that, like that's an awesome way to do it because, A, it's a lead in to your next thing. It's like, hey, you've done this 14 day no sugar challenge. You've lost two kilos or you've lost three kilos or stones or whatever it is you use in the UK. Uh, How good would it be if you did the training as well? I've actually got my next boot camp starting up here. So it can work like that. That's also an awesome way to get interaction in your community Facebook group just because of the amount of posts going on there. Let's say you do your No Sugar Challenge in a community group and you've got like, let's say you've got 20 people participating. Okay, great. On that one post, you've got 20 different people posting and then each day they're posting again. So that's always boosting up to the top of that group. It's always in the top of people's feeds. Facebook's going to notify other people from it. So that's a really, really good way you can get interaction in there. Uh, Just games work well as well. And even, I've spoken a lot about like the no sugar challenge, but you could do something like the recipe sharing challenge. And this is a cool way to get interaction. You could be like, hey, guys, look, this week we're going to do a recipe sharing challenge. So what I want everyone to do is share a healthy recipe. You should put a photo of it and the, the recipe and the ingredients, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna collate it all together as an ebook and every single person that shared a recipe, you get a free copy of this ebook. If you didn't share a recipe, hey that's cool, you can buy a copy for twenty pounds or twenty dollars or or whatever it may be. All right. So that's a cool way to do it and also just games like things like get to know your games where it's like all right you know i really want to get to know every single person in this this group here so what we're going to do i'm going to post a photo and i'm going to post three facts about myself and one of them's going to be wrong everyone try and guess which is the wrong one all right so that's another cool way you can get interaction as well and that works in the vip group as well and there's just so many different variations of these like instead of the no sugar challenge it's the Um, no salt challenge or it's the, the walking challenge or it's the hydration challenge or it's the sleep challenge where essentially it's the same format where you're, let's use the walking challenge as an example. It's like, hey, let's see how much kilometers you can walk, track it on your phone for a week at the end of each day, you know, post it up here. Those ebooks. It can be, you know, you do your recipe sharing ebook, then you might do it a couple of weeks later with a smoothie and shake sharing e- competition. You might do it with a vegetarian recipe sharing competition. There's plenty of options there, but that's one way you can do it. And you can always do that in both as well. You might say, all right, you know what? Um, I'm going to run these challenges four times a year, two times a year. I'm going to do them once every six months or once every Yeah, I'll do it once every six months in the community group, once every six months in the VIP group, and then I'll repeat that again for the next six months. So that's one way you can do it there. Another good way to get interaction is live videos. So live videos, in my experience, get ranked the highest on the algorithm on Facebook. So you can do a video and post it on Facebook, or you could do a live video, and that live video wins every single time. And there's just many different ways that, like sometimes I even get notified you know, I'm I'm scrolling through Facebook and I'll just get a notification that someone I went to high school is live. You know, I haven't spoken to them in years, but I get a notification on Facebook that they're live. Sometimes it just pops up on my screen. I'm just scrolling and it pops up that someone's live and then it stays in the feed after as well. So even once that person has gone live, I can, they stay, I can still see it the next day or the next week. So live videos get the best Uh, get the highest on the algorithm. So if you're going to post something in that community Facebook group, you may as well make it a live one because it's going to get the best interaction. But also it's just, it's interactive because you can actually speak to people. And that's the whole goal. When you go live, you don't just want to say your point, you ideally want to interact on in that as well. So you want to jump on there and hey guys, what's up? It's Jono from Fitness Education Online. Just want to do a quick live video on how to grow a Facebook group. I'll get started in just a second. I'll give a couple people to give give a couple people a chance to jump on. Uh, but hey, as you're jumping on, I'd love to know who's watching this. So as you're jumping on, just jump on and hit like and just comment below. If you're watching this live, just write hashtag live in the, the comment section so who's watching it live. And hey, you know what? If you're watching it on the replay, also write hashtag replay as well so I know someone actually watches this on the replay and also I'm super curious where's everyone from, where's everyone in this group from, comment below and let me know where you're from or if it's a um, if it's a face to face group say you know how's training, where's everyone training at the moment, I'd love to hear, where's everyone training comment below and let me know where you're training from so anyways, I'm going to get to this group here. And if you've got any questions throughout this this live video, feel free to drop them below. I'll answer it live if I can. If I miss it live, I'm always going to go back and, and go over it anyway. So you, you're prompting the whole – that's just even a minute or two at the start where you're you're prompting people to interact. And even throughout the video, you can drop little, drop little hints. So as you're, as you're doing that video, you might stop and say, does that make sense, guys? Does anyone have any questions with that? Just comment yes below and let me know if, if you've got that because I don't really want to move on to this next point until everyone's got it. So you actually prompt, inter, prompt interaction in that actual Facebook group, in that actual video there. So they would probably be, yeah, in terms of interaction – I would say, that, Oh, and, and even the, the same strategy with that VIP group. So even if someone messages you, because we all know as trainers, you're going to get your friends message you, you're going to get your ex-clients message you, and you just use that same strategy. Instead of you replying to them one-on-one, you can just say, hey, you know what? You know, I've got that community Facebook group. Is it cool if you're posting that community Facebook group? Because I, I do have an awesome answer to that question there, uh, but I think a lot of other people get a huge kick out of it. So are you cool just to post it in the group, and then I'll, I'll go and reply when I get a minute tonight so they would be my my top strategies to get into uh, and yeah and one more i'm going to say as well actually they're probably the top three but bottom line is just the content's got to be good right i can uh, i can give you every strategy in the world i can teach every little tip but if the content is boring It's only going to get you so far. So, and I I don't really have the perfect answer to make it, you know, hey, do this and your content will be entertaining, but just make sure when you're posting, like it's, it's just, it's not enough just to be like, Hey, here's how you do a deadlift. Watch me do a deadlift because the day before they've probably watched someone do a deadlift on rollerblades. And I'm not, not um, recommending go and do a deadlift on rollerblades, but what I'm saying is there's, it, there's
0: gotta, um, it needs to be entertaining as well. Make sense? Yeah, it makes total sense, and um, I uh, I totally agree with the with the live stuff as well because I personally see like a ton of engagement because obviously Facebook is is prioritising those things, and um, I like to think of it as kind of like if you're selling higher ticket, then it, you want higher touch, or if you're really trying to build authority, you want those personal interactions versus those polished videos where you're not really getting to communicate with the with the community, right? And that's such a big aspect of doing a live.
1: Yes. And even I'll just give a, a little tip that I found from live videos is at the start, as people are jumping on, before you get to giving your content, make sure that you you welcome those people. So as you're jumping on, you're like, you know, you do your intro. Hey, look, this is what we're going to talk about today. It's a big, big point of me. I'll get started in just a minute. This is why it's important. Oh, a few people jumping on now. Oh, Alex, Alex, how are you? Oh, Jono's on. Jono, how are you? Travis, Travis is on. Travis, what's happening? Brenda, what's happening? Because a few things there, You'll, it's the feeling that that person gets is, oh, this. they almost feel like you can see them. And they're like, oh, this person, this person's actually here. Oh, they noticed me. And A, they'll be more likely to stay on, and then B, they'll be more likely to interact as well. So, yeah, don't feel like, okay, you just got to go there and, and say your point. As people are coming on, make sure that you welcome them. It'll make them feel special, and it'll make them more likely to watch the whole video and interact during it. You know, just add to that a little bit as well. Like you don't need to do that during the whole video. You know, you don't need to stop every five seconds and welcome someone as they come on. Uh, but just at the start, as people are jumping on, you, you don't mind starting a few seconds later anyway. It gives more people to jump online. It even gives you something to say. So that's just a,
0: a little tip that I found to help my live videos. So Jono, there's like a lot of different um, elements to running like a social media strategy, right? Because you've got the Facebook group, um, mm. Challenges, your personal profile, Instagram, email lists mm. as well. On the back of that, and Facebook messages. How do you really like structure things out? I know we dug into this uh, previously when we spoke about kind of like having um, almost like a weekly strategy or a set of events, or where you like repurpose stuff because imagine a lot of people feel overwhelmed and not really know how much input they need to, to put into it to get the output that they're looking for. So how would you approach that? Is there some kind of like blueprint or strategy or like, um, like steps that you follow to create the content and distribute it and so that you know that you're putting out enough content each week in order for it to create an impact and get you the result that you're looking for?
1: Yes. So many different ways to go with this. Let's go. Oh, actually, did you want me to give any any tips on how to grow the community Facebook group before we get
0: into this? Oh, yes. Yes, that'll be good. So yeah, let's rewind and just cover that point, um, how to grow it. And then we'll dive into like the approach of mapping out a social media strategy on a weekly basis. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah.
1: Awesome, and I'll and I'll tie them all. I'll, I'll see if I can tie them all in together. So, simply how to grow the community Facebook group. It's it's quite simple. It's just meet as many people as possible in your in your target market and add them into the Facebook group. Now, few important things going on here. You don't necessarily just want to. Press add and then add everybody into that Facebook group because it just comes across a bit spammy and then, you know, people won't want it to interact. So it's better if you actually direct message the person, the link. It could be like, hey, Alex, what's happening? Hey, man, i have actually signed up this fitness group and I post regular health and fitness tips in there. Did you want to join? And then see what they say. If they say, yes, yeah, beautiful. Hey, here's the link. Just let me know once you've joined and I'll accept. So that's a better way. Obviously, there's a time and a place for everything, right? If you know somebody's a client or you know somebody's an ex-client and they want to join, hey, just put them straight in there. But instead of just spamming your whole friend list, it's easier just to send that direct message there. If we're talking about meeting people face-to-face, That's quite an easy way to do it on many different ways. So a lot of people, and we'll get to this on the online strategy as well, but a lot of people may be hesitant to add you on Facebook. I I don't care. I'll add anyone to my personal Facebook profile, but some people aren't necessarily like that. So the group's just a friendly way to do it. So let's say, and and I actually recommend go out and do as many local things as possible. Me over the years or when I was running boot camp, I did every local thing I could get my hands on. You know, I did... Um, local singing lessons, I did local dancing lessons, I volunteered for St. John's First Aid in the local area, I did Spanish classes. I volunteer. I, I um, did Toastmasters and public speaking classes, and I would just meet a heap of people. And ideally, I'd add them to my Facebook personal profile and then add them into my community group. Or some people, you know, they're a bit has, bit funny about adding you on your personal profile if they don't know you too well. You can just use the line of, hey, you know what? I've actually got this this closed Facebook group. I post regular health and fitness tips in there. Did you want me to add you to the group? I'll, I'll send you the link. So you can add people that way there. Uh, but then also online, and this will go into the strategy. So I'll share my social media strategy, and then we'll I'll tie it in with content as well. So my whole social media strategy is I'll use the Facebook. Actually, I don't even really use the Facebook business page. Uh, I, I, use, well, I sort of do, but I use that more for advertising. So the whole goal of my Facebook business page is just paid advertising. So I I don't really post on my personal Facebook page to get clients, right? I know that if I post on my personal Facebook – sorry, if I post on my Facebook business page, hardly anybody is going to see that. I would be much better off posting on my personal profile or posting in my community Facebook group. But – the Facebook, but, but if you want to do Facebook ads, you need to use the Facebook business page. So that's what I use that for there. And the advantage of that is once you've got a good ad, you can let that roll. And you may even not have it. Depends what stage you're at. Say even me at the moment now, I'll always have three Facebook ads running at once. And then if one ad starts to slow down a bit, I'll just turn that ad off and then I'll bring another one of my ads on. So, that takes literally no time for me. Back when I was running bootcamp, similar sort of thing. I'd have three different ads that I'd run. I'd either run an ad promoting one of my challenges, or I'd run an ad for a bring a friend week, or I'd run an ad with like a free giveaway. Hey, click here to download my free clean eating recipe ebook. And I'd pretty much have those ads ready. Yeah, I would make some little tweaks, but that ad was pretty much ready to go right? It would just be a matter of turning on when it's when it's there to go. So that's one thing I'd recommend. Don't stress about the business page. Like Hardly anyone is going to see it anyway. Yes, it's good to have some stuff on there when some people are checking you out, but don't feel like, oh, I've got to post every single day on my business page to get people to see it. Hardly anyone's going to see it. So don't sweat about that there. Just use that for the Facebook ad side of things. And then, even on that, this is where I'll tie it in with the Facebook group as well. So, my whole strategy is I'll use Facebook ads to generate that lead. The whole point of the Facebook ad for me is just to generate that lead. Once I've got that lead, I do, or I give them a call because I, I use Facebook ads to get that person's name, number, and email. I give that person a call and essentially do a sales consult with them over the phone. Best case scenario, they join up for my program and then done they're in the VIP group, they're a client, great. If they don't, I use my community group as the backup. Hey, no dramas. Well, hey, look, you know what? I've got this this Facebook community group and I post regular health and fitness tips in there. Did you want me to join you to add you to that group? And that way you will know when my next boot camp's coming up or my next special is coming up and I'll post on there. Yeah, cool. Let me add you to that group there. There's the list. So that's that's how you can get people in in your in your group from paid advertising, and I recommend both of them. Using go out and meet people in person, and then also you know do your paid, paid your paid Facebook ads or whatever strategies you're using. And that's like it's essentially your downsell. Your downsell is adding this person into your community Facebook group. Now, as I do that, I also set up automated email. So if someone uh, someone opts into one of my Facebook ads, a lot of the time they're not going to answer their phone or it's the wrong number. So I want to make sure that I'm also emailing as well. But those emails are automated. So it's not like I need to sit there and manually automate a person, right? Someone opts into uh, one of my ads, they'll get three or four automated emails. And also in those emails, it's telling them about the Facebook group as well. So even if I never even contact this person, they're going to get emails letting them know about the Facebook group. And even one step before that, I actually set the thank you page of my ads up to be my Facebook group. So... If you go through, if you inquire into one of my ads, it's essentially you'll, you know, you see the ad, you click to learn more, you enter in your details, you press send me the info. Once you've pressed send me the info, the thank you screen is great. You know, check your inbox. You should get an email within the next 24 or next, you know, um, next couple minutes. In the meantime, hey, feel free to join this community Facebook group. So even if that person gives me a freaking wrong email address or they gives me their Yahoo email from when they were 14, they can still join that Facebook group just by going through the Facebook ad there. So that's uh, another way you can get people into that there. And, oh, I just thought of another topic we didn't speak too much on, which is how to um, different ways to get people from the community group into the VIP group. Should we touch on that or should we, should we keep going on the social media Ooh. content?
0: No, is that sounds juicy. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) because like we we want to make sales, right? We want to get people from the community group into the client group. Um, That's really what everyone wants. So, yeah, if you can dive into that, John, I'm sure that's going to be uh, a ton of value. Yes, let's do that.
1: And, And you know what? It all ties in as well anyway. So because there's two ways you can do this via a community Facebook group, or I guess there's two different ways you can sell via there. So the first way is when you join, so let's use my fitness education online community Facebook group. When you join that group, straight away, the first post in there, I give anyone that joins that group a free copy of my, a mini course, fitness games for bootcamp. So it's the pinned post up the top and either myself or my virtual assistant will tag any new member. You can do this as frequent as you want. We get a lot of new members, so we do it every day. So that per- anyone that joins the group, they get tagged in a post which says, hey, you know, all members of this group get a free copy of blah, blah, blah. Just click here to get your free copy. That person enters in their details there, and now that person is a lead. So that's where, like, if you get people joining this group, that you know, maybe you don't have their email address, you don't have their phone number. You know, your friends have invited them in. You know, all all, all um, that sort of thing. There, you can still capture that lead. So as soon as they join that Facebook group, you capture the lead, and it's a friendlier way to do it as well, because you know how sometimes it could be a bit confronting. Hey, give me your email. And that person might be thinking, "Man, I don't want to give this person my email. They're just going to spam me with emails." But if it's like, "Hey, join this Facebook group," that person joins a Facebook group. You know, you're going to get their email anyway because you're, you know, as soon as they join, they opt in for that freebie. There. Now,
0: if that freebie can be anything, click here to get my whatever. Your audience will know what a lead magnet is, right? Yeah, to a degree, but maybe just give them a little breakdown of what it is.
1: So this, you know, you could um, your. They join your group. Hey, click here to get Alex's seven day home program. Click here to get Alex's 14 day, get get a six pack program. Click here to get Alex's seven day booty blaster program. Click here to get Alex's clean eating recipe ebook, Alex's clean eating smoothie and shake ebook, whatever some free giveaway is, when that person joins that group and they enter their details to get that free giveaway. All right, now that, so that's building your list, which is great. But you also need to sell to that person as well, right? So if you've got that email address, make sure that you're getting, you're doing some form of email marketing, or if you've got that phone number, make sure you're doing some sort of um, phone sales as well. So that's the way you can build your list. And also you can automate a lot of that as well, right? Someone goes into your Facebook group, they enter their details on that freebie, they get three or four different emails, automated emails telling them about your program there. And that works really well with an online program. So for me, that's, um, I make sales to my, because my VIP group is 100% online now, right? So it's like somebody joins my Facebook group, they get tagged in their posts, they get a free giveaway, you know, mm-hmm. two or three emails later, they join my VIP group program without me even talking to them. So that's just a, an easy way you can mm-hmm. do it there. Uh, and then the other way is via Facebook Messenger bots as well. So a week after they've been in my group, I'll just ta- I'll see who I tagged a week beforehand in that post and then I'll tag them in another post where it's for, it's for a messenger bot list where every week, every Friday, I send out a weekly workout to anyone that's on my messenger bot list, but then I also sneak in a sale there as well. So it's like, hey, here's this week's workout. Go and enjoy it. Oh, hey, by the way, this social media course is on special here. Click below with this coupon code. So that's another way that you can essentially sell to that person there. And you can use both. You can use one or the other because because so, oh, that's actually a good point. I don't directly sell a lot in that community Facebook group. I do sometimes if there's something big going on, but it's hard. To, you don't want to sell every day in there. You ideally don't want to sell too much on the, the platform there. You can do little soft sells, little subtle sells, but it's more about influencing there but if you, you can d- definitely sell on those other methods where if you get that person's phone number, the email, the messenger bot, it's a lot easier to sell there. So there's some some really cool ways you can build your list and sell from there. And also what what works really well is if you combine it with email as well. And even the messenger bot too. So what you can do and even the live video as well. So this is let me think how to put this together. So okay, cool. So let's say myself I will do, uh, I'll send out an email essentially, I'll simplify, but really five days a week, every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'll send out an email, but I do a lot of email marketing. You, You don't need to do that much there, but it can come together. So you can do like a live video in your community Facebook group covering some sort of topic. And then that can also be the topic of the email that you send out, on the Monday, let's say you just do one. Let's say you send out an email every Monday, and let's let's say you do a live video on your community group every Monday, and then you send an email every Tuesday. That email that you send out on Tuesday can be the exact same thing that was in that Facebook Live. And it can either be, you can do it a few different ways, You can either do a written version because in the Facebook group, it may have been a video, may have been a workout video, may have been you explaining something, but in the email, it might be you doing it in a written version. So yes, you still have to do the content twice, but it's a lot easier because you just did the video the day before. You can just summarize it in the email or you can just send directly to the link. Yeah. Hey, I did this live video yesterday. Click here to join the link. So uh, click here to watch the video. So that's how you can, combine that strategy there mm-hmm. and that's where it works really well that's where a lot of subtle sales work well in the community group because if all you're doing is emailing and selling over email that's great don't get me wrong it's it's you know probably the best way to sell but it's a lot easier if this person is also seeing you in your community facebook group and you're giving tips and you're providing value and you're building community in that facebook group they're going to be more receptive to open your emails and answer your phone calls as well. So it's like um, having a good Facebook group will make your email marketing better. That's the best way I can put it. Yeah, having a having a, a good Facebook group will make your email marketing better and your sales phone calls easier as well. And even the messenger bot too. So you might decide to send out a weekly workout every Friday, and that can be the same workout that you did the video on on Mon- that, that live video on on monday because not everyone's going to see it you know you do that live video in the facebook group not everyone is going to see that live video so you can send it through via a messenger bot as well on that friday hey what's up you know if you missed my live video on monday it was on this topic here click here to watch it and you can send that person there via a messenger bot you can also repurpose that live video as well So you can download that live video from Facebook and you can cut out the the befores and afters if you want or you don't even have to. And then you can repurpose that on your Facebook business page. You don't have to because like, you know, it's not like you're posting on there to get people to see it. But your Facebook business page is almost like a website these days. Someone will go there. Let's see what's on it. Okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, and then you can also repurpose that to Instagram as well. I do a bit of a different strategy there, though. I use, I'll use i share what I do and your audience can, can pick and choose. So what I do, I will make what I post on the Facebook business page a little more polished. So you might do a live video on your Facebook group, you can use that on your Instagram and your, your Facebook page as well. But you might also say, all right, you know what? Now I'm not going to do a live one. I'm just going to do one that goes straight to the facts and I'll post that on my Facebook business page and my Instagram as well because there's some little things you can do there as well. But that's that's essentially it in a nutshell. My strategy is, all right, I'm going to use that Facebook business page to generate leads. Once that person enters in their details, they go to my Facebook community group they're going to get two or three automated emails from me. They're going to get a phone call from me as well, ideally getting them to be a client. If they're not a client. Okay, great. You know, they're going to the community Facebook group. I'm going to post something in that community Facebook group every week. That can also be sent as the exact same thing in an email. And it can be sent as the exact same thing in a messenger bot. It can also be used to repurpose that same thing onto your Facebook business page. And you can also use that same thing on Instagram as well. But this is where it's getting a little bit tricky because the Instagram strategy is a little bit different. So what I'll recommend to the listeners there is uh, make a call. So my take on Facebook versus Instagram, they're very different platforms and there are some similarities and things that can work on both, but a lot of the time it it is an advantage to post something different on Instagram than it is on Facebook. But in saying that, if you don't have the time to do both, then eh, you may as well just repurpose it anyway. If it comes down to the point of where it's like, you know what, if I'm not repurposing, then I'm not going to post anything on Instagram Then, hey, by all means repurpose. But if you do have the time, it does help if you, uh,
0: you differentiate it per platform. Ooh, ton of value here, Jono. This has been loaded with a very practical strategy. We've smashed through this podcast really quickly. And I can tell that you've got way more that you want to share, right? And we haven't even <laughs> touched on Instagram. So maybe we make this a part one and we do a separate episode in the future just on some Instagram-based strategy um, because I know we didn't even get to cover that on this show or last time that we tried to record this. So um, I think it would be great to invite you back just to do maybe like a a show on Instagram itself if you're up for that.
1: Yes, I would love that. Huge fan of Instagram and I I think I'm doing a presentation on it over in New Zealand in a couple months at the the New Zealand Fitness Prevention Convention. So this could be a a I could practice my my presentation there on this
0: podcast. Love it. Love it. All right. So let's wrap things up uh, as we approach the hour. Um for anyone listening, obviously they should be definitely checking out your Facebook group which it which is where it's all going off, right? Uh the Fitness Education Online community. Uh, They can just search that on Facebook, right? And we can put all the links in the show notes. But um, is there anywhere else that you'd like people to head over to? I'm sort of
1: a big fan of social media, so I'm I'm all over the place. But that's probably the best place to start. I would join that Facebook group because Mm -hmm. what I'd also recommend join it even just to see my strategy, you know, join it and then you'll get tagged in a post and then you'll get in my email list and then a week later you'll get tagged in my post and you'll get a message to the bot. You can unsubscribe the next day, you know, it doesn't bother me, uh, but it's just even a good way for you to see my systems in there. So I would start with the Facebook group so you can see the systems that I use and then you can then implement those systems with your clientele. And also, it's just everything else I do is in there. i am also you know, got a website where I sell courses. You can jump on there. I've, I've got a podcast myself. You can listen to that. I've, you know, um, I've got a book you can read. So there's there's plenty of different things out there, but I will join the Facebook group to
0: start with. And that's, that's where my funnel starts. So yes, join that Facebook group. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did enjoy it, I'd be really grateful if you could leave a short review on one of the platforms. And if you're a personal trainer in a commercial gym with 500 plus members and you want to fast track your income growth and learn how to sign multiple new clients a week, reach out to me personally through Facebook or Instagram and just drop me a private message so we can get the conversation started and see if you could be a good fit for one of our programs. All the links to my social can be found in the show notes so we can connect there. See you next week.